This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. We know you would like to sit next to him in the dugout or in his office. But this is your chance to chat with the manager of the Minnesota Twins. This is the Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer. Made in Minnesota, it's how memories are created and legends are made. Now, here are the hosts of the Paul Molitor Show, Chris Atterbury and Jack Morris. Well, that's half right today. Jack Morris is off a well-deserved vacation, which is good for Jack, bad for uh, pretty much any fish in the... uh Upper Midwest, I would guess. Uh, Jack is going to be back with us next week. Paul Molitor is here in studio on a Sunday morning as the Twins chance to win a series today against the Chicago White Sox. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you. How are you doing today? Uh, you know, I'm doing pretty well. Um, you know, another day, another chance to be a part of a major league game. Uh, let me just try to get over, you know, you try not to carry over uh, disappointments. Last night certainly stung a little bit. Uh, with a chance to win that game, and uh, but yeah, we're back today, and like you said, try to win the series and uh, get ready for the fresh look Cleveland Indians. <laughs> yeah. So find we'll out who, who else. I think they got Babe Ruth today. They yeah. might have added Ted Williams. They got a lot of different uh, bodies over there. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that though, because Danny, the last couple nights has been on fire in here. First night, he's like, "If you're in the White Sox clubhouse, man, I've been in that clubhouse." And he goes, and then last night, the disappointment that you alluded to. All losses are losses. At the end of the day, that's why you keep scoring right. and keep standings. But are there some because of the way they unfold, a great comeback, a missed opportunity, that do make your drive home a little different than, than other nights? I, I think that's true. Uh, you know, you, everyone knows they, they all count the same. and uh, But there's different reactions to different games depending on how they go. For, for myself, the rehashing seems to be a little bit greater in games that Either we miss opportunities or we let one slip away. Uh, you know, the uh, when you when you get beat by ten runs, you know it's it, yeah. You might think about it some, but it's the close ones that, that get you thinking about things you might have done differently. And, and the the thing that maybe is different for you as a manager than when you were a player. You know, I think about last night and, and or when a bunt doesn't get down or a play yep. doesn't get made. As a manager, you can say, "Well, should I have called the play? Should I have not?" But whether you called it or not, you didn't have a chance yourself to be the one to execute it or not. Whereas a player, if you failed to get a runner over, if you failed to get a bunt down, you could say, wow, that was me right. in execution. Well, there's no question that as a player, you feel that there are things you can and cannot do, to, uh, whether it's about defense or an at-bat or execution base running. You know, managing, coaching, you try to do uh, what's right. You try to make sure you're as thorough as you can be as far as decisions. But uh, uh, it's a little more frustrating because it's not like I went up there and took a bat at-bat, you know. So there's a little different feeling, but you still have accountability in both areas. That's for sure. Yeah, as Paul Molitor joins us, it is the Paul Molitor Show, 877 38 twins if you'd like to join. Before we get too far along, I do want to talk about Eduardo Nunez, a great guy to have sure. on a baseball team and a great example 
of how to go about your business as a professional and when the opportunity comes to seize it. He's a wonderful fit for the Giants, uh, so it makes sense on so many reasons. But he is a guy who, who you love having in your clubhouse, and as a manager at this time of year, uh, it's not fun to watch guys who are assets leave your clubhouse, but by the same token, you understand it and you wish him well. Well, I'm glad you brought him up because he uh, he has been a large part of what's transpired here this year. And, uh, you know, you can say that what's so big about, you know, contributing to a team that hasn't done particularly well. But it, it's it's the right thing to acknowledge, like you said, a guy who has come here. Um, he bought his time. He was prepared. He didn't complain about his role. And it finally opened up. And he put his foot in there and he wedged it in there and he and he took off. So uh, I'm happy for him. I enjoyed working with him. I liked his smile and his energy and his attitude towards playing. And, uh, you know, it's one of those opportunities for, uh, for a player that you're happy to see come along. We'll miss him around here, but I hope it works out well for him out in San Francisco. And obviously now decisions on a nightly basis as to who's your shortstop. Escobar certainly is making his claim. He had done kind of the same thing the year prior in terms of waiting his time and eventually claiming that spot. Uh, but you do have decisions to make in terms of who you want to get a look at and who's going to sure. be there on a daily basis. The decisions are daily, um, outfield, infield, with Nooney's departure now. Trying to get, you know, I'm trying to keep it somewhat balanced in terms of giving people an opportunity because it's not like we have a lot of people set in stone. So I think it's wise and prudent to try to get a good look as many people as you can. Um, spread out the at-bats where possible and continue to try to evaluate as we head down the stretch here over the last two months. Trade deadlines get a lot of chatter, and tomorrow is the, is the official deadline. As a manager at the trade deadline, you've had a team in contention that everyone was looking to maybe you're going to add, and you've now had a team where people are maybe trying to pull some parts off of your roster as you look forward. Is it a difficult balance managing at the deadline because you've got to keep all the communication open and you're kind of in the middle between the front office and the, and the players? It's it's not too bad. You know, it's just more circumstances that potentially could affect either who you're playing or how you might use people. Uh, you know, I'd much rather be in a position of adding. That goes without saying. But when you get down to situations like this and you're trying to figure out how to move forward and what areas need to be deepened in terms of talent pool. Uh, you know, I, I'm very aware that things can happen. You know, we're getting down here to the end here before the deadline, and there's still some things that are looming, could or could not happen. But, you know, I just try to uh, uh, communicate, like with Rob in this instance, the best I can, and we'll see where it goes. Paul Molitor, and uh, we know where the show's going to go. It's going to go forward. We're going to talk more about today's starting pitcher, Irvin Santana. We've got a lot to chat about. He's had a wonderful month of July. We wrap up what's been a productive month of July and talk about that with Paul as we continue on the Paul Molitor Show right here on your home for Twins Baseball. Seems like there's never enough time. If you could put fun times with your friends, fun times with your kids, fun times with your summertime this year in a bottle, we'd like to suggest that fun might taste like a delicious, refreshing Killebrew root beer or cream soda. Pick up a six-pack or case at your neighborhood Lund's Byerly's grocery store. The time in a bottle you're sure to remember for years. Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Hi folks, Paul Molitor here for Continental Diamond. I've been a customer for years for one simple reason. They make you feel so comfortable. Then there's a selection of diamonds and fine jewelry that is second to none. 
the fantastic customer service, and the great value. Okay, that's a grand slam of reasons why I encourage you to visit Connell Diamond when you're looking to make a jewelry purchase. The readers of Minnesota Bride have voted them best jeweler for six years running. That says it all. Connell Diamond in St. Louis Park. This is Dave St. Peter, president of the Minnesota Twins, on behalf of Minnesota Eye Consultants. Minnesota Eye is the preferred ophthalmology group of the Minnesota Twins and is a generous supporter of the Minnesota Twins Community Fund. I had my corrective eye surgery at Minnesota Eye, as have several of our players and support staff. If you have special eye care needs or wish to learn more about vision correction without glasses or contacts, contact Minnesota Eye Consultants. Go to mneye.com. For your eyes, do what the Twins do and see Minnesota Eye. This game day run sponsored by Target, official fan of the fans. Judy grabs a new jersey, and she's off, rounding the aisles, and, oh, the jersey goes flying off the hanger, straight over the head of her son, Michael. Michael runs back through the racks, dodging tees and hats. Back, back, back. The jersey's headed right to the wall, and he has it. What a catch. This is just what the Harris family needed. Make your game day run a Target run with Fan Central, only at Target at Target.com. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. This is the Paul Molitor Show. Paul is in studio with us here today. Twins taking on the White Sox. And uh, a good day for you, uh, especially over the last uh, seven or eight starts, has been the day you ride Urban Santana onto your lineup card. Paul, he has been not only effective in terms of the results, he's been efficient, no walks, working quickly, pitch counts low. What have you seen out of Irvin that has launched him on this run? Not dissimilar to what we saw down the stretch last year. Well, to be honest with you, I think it's a couple of things. You know, he was a little bit up and down there for uh, the early stage of the season. I think part of it was he really wants to be a part of something that's trending positively. And I think he was putting a little pressure on himself to be the guy to stop losing streaks and things like that. And uh, even with his calm demeanor, I think that burns at him sometimes. Uh, and that, along with, I think, a little bit of a mechanical uh, addressment by uh, Neil and Eddie uh, at some point helped him. But the main thing, uh, we've gotten him to slow down. He, it, it seemed like for a while there he was pitching in such a hurry. And it's great to have pace, but sometimes you might lose your focus pitch to pitch. So he's got that nice pace now. It still moves along. But he's in control. He's not overthrown. He's still got a little left in the tank when he needs some more velocity. It's been fun to watch, and hopefully he continues that today. How much of his recent efficiency has been taking advantage of how the opponent approaches things and, and taking advantage of a team like, say, Atlanta, who is going to swing early? And right. how much of that is him just forcing hitters into that because otherwise you're going to be down 0-2? You know, it's a little bit of both. I, I think you get certain teams that, whether they're young hitters or just their M.O. as an offense, they come out ready to swing. And, uh, you know, for a guy who throws a lot of strikes, it's really not a bad uh, uh, theory to go with. So, But I think someone who has experience and, uh, you know, has been through it enough to know that he knows how to maybe use that his, to his advantage as well. And we've seen him do that more than a couple of times. When we talk about pitching uh, reports out there, Twins have not confirmed. We don't want to mm-hmm. have you forced to break any news, but that Jose Barrios will be joining your club in Cleveland, there's Correct. been no roster move made. I want to be very clear about that. Sure. But obviously some thought has been given as to uh, his time and how he'll be utilized. Well, it's uh, it's the modern era of communication. Yeah. You know, <laughs> thing, things get out. And uh, um, I will tell you that he is going to Cleveland. And we are still in the process of figuring out uh, how things are going to go forward here. Uh, 
over the next week as far as people being slotted in and those type of things. Uh, he's not coming there to uh, to watch. So it's just a matter of trying to figure out where we can get him an opportunity to pitch. Yeah, and uh, again, nothing official has happened on this end, uh, but uh, Jose Barrios will be rejoining the club. Speaking of, uh, of getting opportunities, Jorge Polanco's back again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the constant with Jorge has been everyone feels the bat's ready to go. But positionally, you've got, by the way, a pretty good second baseman. You've got sure. some guys who can play third. He's not really playing a ton of shortstop. Where do you see Jorge, not only now in terms of, uh, you know, this isn't a spot, as you've said, where you feel you're, you need yeah. to get him a bunch of at-bats, uh, but where do you see him moving forward fitting into the bigger picture? I, I look at it as he is another person we're very interested in, potentially being a part of our future. We do like his bat. Defensively, he's worked and he's improved. He's gotten physically bigger and stronger. Uh, but I'm not going to force that either. It's just kind of the way I look at the handful of outfielders that we have and with uh, Santana still being in the mix in the outfield and the infield. And we're going to try to find him some at-bats. Last night he stepped in there. You, you really don't want him to DH too much, but some days that might be right just to get him at-bats to keep him sharp. But he takes good at-bats, and uh, he did throughout the game last night. And, uh, uh, you know, so I'm just trying to work him in. I, I would hope to get him a chance to play all the infield positions to some degree, maybe shortstop. Not as much, but it's tough because Dozier's going to play, and he wants to play, and he deserves to play. We're working on Miggy over there at third. Trevor's going to be back here in the fold probably within a week. So um, too many people for not enough positions, but we'll we'll do the best we can, and we'll try to keep everybody sharp and give everybody a chance to show what they can do. That's Paul Molitor. It is the Paul Molitor Show. We're back in a moment on your home for Twins Baseball. My name is Tom. My name is Cindy. We give to and volunteer with United Way at our community free health clinic. We know our time and money are going to the right places. We don't just wear the shirt. We live it. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Two kids can receive $5 off a U.S. Bank home run porch view or home play view ticket with the purchase of one adult ticket in the same section on Sunday, Super America Not Whole Kids Day. Coupons available exclusively at Super America locations. Oh, Hi. Do you know what this is the sound of? It's the sound of me getting rewarded for doing my part to prevent wildfires. See, right now I'm getting a big, remarkably heartfelt bear hug from Smokey Bear. Thanks, big guy. And now we're shaking. Okay. First I made sure there were no low-hanging branches when I set up my campfire. Hey, Smokey, let me down for just a second. I need to make sure everyone can hear this. Uh, There we go. Then, when we were packing up to leave, I drowned out my campfire, stirred it, drowned it out again, and then made sure to feel it if it was cold. Oh, Smokey Bear really loves it when you do that, don't you, Smokey? Oh, he lets his hugs do the talking. Visit SmokeyBear.com to learn tips to prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Twins fans, there's a bobblehead dance party happening. And our little vintage bobblehead friend is stealing the show. Be one of the first 10,000 fans on Sunday, July 31st, when the Twins play the White Sox, and you can have your very own dancing bobblehead, courtesy of Schweigern. Watch her do the mashed potato, the watusi, and the hand drive. Now, if you could just get her to do the nene, the Minnesota Twins, your ticket to a groovy little girl, your ticket to summer. 
For tickets to Vintage Bobblehead Day, visit TwinsBaseball.com. This is the Paul Molitor Show. Chris Atterbury with you. Jack Morris is off. He'll be back next week. Twins taking on the White Sox. Chance to win a series. And on that note, Justin Morneau's had a great series. He Obviously has. The, the, the swing is still there. You've known him forever. Uh, do you have any early impressions? Do you remember the first time you met this uh, uh, this uh, crazy young Canadian uh, catcher at the time? You no, know, I don't have the best memory. But I, I know that when he was in our system as a young player, I remember him playing, I believe, in the Futures game in Milwaukee back in 2002 when he played for the world team and I was managing the USA team. Uh, a lot of time in spring training, I remember – being around him and TK and, and the first base, even when he was in the minor leagues, we were trying to develop this young guy who everyone projected to be a potential very high-end bat uh, from the left-hand side with power. And it was fun to watch his career unfold. You know, I think his talk with Gardy was somewhat legendary as far as when his, he had a little bit of a crossroads moment in his career and he took off. And, uh, you know, I, I, I remember having a conversation with him back in the Metrodome at one point, and he was – talking to me about hitting and he was trying to break down all his mechanics and and we end up talking more about the thought process of hitting and you know he just uh he's just figured things out uh, he's been through some injury things a lot of different things he's had to overcome but to see him work his way back and now swinging the bat well although i wish this series wasn't quite so yeah. good for him but i think the people ap- appreciate what he's doing and uh, just a very professional guy, a good guy, and he's had an amazing career. He really has. You, know, you look at the numbers, and you, they start to pile up uh, quite a bit. And uh, Always a good guy to have around. My, with Justin, I remember him and Harmon behind a batting cage in Fort Myers. Sure. And Harmon didn't understand why he didn't try to pull everything and hit 50 home runs. Right. Harmon was like, move your feet, Justin. <laughs> pull everything. Yeah. And you could see Guardy and everybody else waving their arms saying, no, no, Harmon, no. Let, let him do his thing. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of when I played with John Olerud in, in – Toronto in 1993 he won a batting title he hit 370 and he hit 50 doubles and he might have had 15 home runs and then they tried to change him (laughs) and uh you know if a guy is doing things that are helping you win you don't want to try to you know force something that's not a natural thing for the guy to do speaking of changing guys or getting them to maximize we mentioned Nunez one of the things he brought to this club was when he was at first base he was going. I mean, that's why he was leading the American League in stolen bases. He was a real pain sure. in the butt, had that aggressive mindset. Some guys, and I'm talking about a guy like Byron Buxton, great right. speed, not necessarily yet as a base dealer, that sort of sure. mindset. As you continue to work with a guy like that, will you maybe, I don't want to say force him to run, but will you be more inclined to maybe put a steal on as right. opposed to just a green light? Well, just a couple thoughts on that. Nunez, uh, I don't think he realized he was – potentially as good at base stealing as we saw this year. He gained a lot of confidence, and uh, he worked hard on reads and studying pitchers and also the mechanics of getting a good break. And he became fearless, and it was it was beautiful to watch. Uh, me, someone who really appreciates the aspect of base running and how it contributes to having a good team, it was fun to manage him and, and, and set him loose this year. I think when you talk about Buxton, um, even a guy like Max Kepler, some of these guys that have ability to steal some bases, and obviously Buxton on a higher scale, but uh, there's that little fear of failure getting picked off in between. And when I have opportunities to let them run, pitchers vary their times enough without getting too complicated where it's not always easy to pick the pitch. You have to have the player trust himself to be able to read what's at stake and 
being able to have confidence to go ahead and try to get a good jump. I do force them to go sometimes when they look a little bit hesitant, when I think it's uh, worth the risk. And uh, I think we'll see improvement from some of those type of people the more they play. Really interesting you said he became fearless because that's a question that we've even discussed before is can you get that sure. and develop it or do you just have it or not? So interesting the way you describe it. Well, I, I think that you know you can't let a caught stealing affect your – uh, moxie that you might have as a base runner, you know, because you're going to get caught. And you can compare it to other parts of the game, you know, bunting for base hits. You know, you try to bunt for a hit and you, you know, you get it too close to the pitcher or you pop it up and, and then you can see a guy, you know, he'll file it away for a couple of weeks before he tries it again. It's just one of those things that the only way you're going to figure it out is to, you know, go out there and look like you know what you're doing and believe that you're going to get it done. And it's, it's a component that's very, very important to base stealing. You, you see the guys that are good. They, they're going to run, and they're going to figure it out. And most times, more times than not, they're going to burn you because they're going to figure it out. That's interesting stuff. Uh, another note on one of those kind of little subtle nuances of the game and, and one at which you excel. We spoke with Neil Allen this week for a piece we're going to be running in, mm-hmm. in the next week about sometimes relievers may be tipping pitches and, and how you figure out when maybe the other team has figured out something and he says, credit goes to you, he said, you will notice things before anybody else in the dugout. What are what do you look for? How do well, you maybe figure that I, out? From the I dugout? don't know if I figure it out before anybody else. I, I do try to watch our pitchers, their pitchers, when I can. You know, as a manager, you're, you're trying to focus on a lot of things, and it's it's fun to do that. But, you know, when you see people, the way they either take swings or take pitches – uh, and you know their history of what type of hitter they might be. Sometimes the hitter's approach and what he's doing might trigger you to watch a little more closely. Uh, as far as watching a pitcher, it's it's pretty basic. You watch him through his windup or through his stretch on the different pitches that he throws, and you can go through things from you know set position to glove movement to angle of the glove to uh, – you know, how high he goes up before the delivery. There's a lot of little things that people change according to their grip and their glove that might give the hitter an, an idea of what might be coming. So we try to keep an eye on it. We've cleaned up a couple people this year, and I think that has helped them. And, uh, you know, it's just part of the game. It, you you got to be aware of it. You have video. It's something that you have to stay on top of. Yeah, one of those wonderfully interesting parts of the game. We're back to talk more with Paul Molitor in a moment on your home for Twins Baseball. Hi folks, Paul Molitor here for Connell Diamond. I've been a customer for years for one simple reason. They make you feel so comfortable. Then there's a selection of diamonds and fine jewelry that is second to none. The fantastic customer service and the great value. Okay, that's a grand slam of reasons why I encourage you to visit Connell Diamond when you're looking to make a jewelry purchase. The readers of Minnesota Bride have voted them best jeweler for six years running. That says it all. Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. On the field, baseball players want to be safe. Off the field, everyone should check with the Better Business Bureau at BBB.org before making purchasing decisions. The BBB has helped consumers like you find ethical, trustworthy businesses since 1912. Remember, it's better to be safe than sorry. Don't let a sports injury keep you from achieving your goals. Mayo Clinic Sports Medicine Center's leading orthopedic surgeons treat athletes of all ages and abilities, including professional athletes from around the world using minimally invasive techniques that reduce pain and speed recovery. It's sports medicine designed by Mayo Clinic experts. Make your appointment today at Mayo Clinic Square in Minneapolis or Mayo Clinic in Rochester. Mayo Clinic is changing your game. 
summertime in Minnesota means baseball, traveling up north, and family time. This year, enjoy the one. Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Pick up a six-pack or case at your neighborhood Festival Foods grocery store. Whether it's ice cream floats for dessert or a caffeine-free, gluten-free refreshment your kids will absolutely love. You're never too old to relive the fun of sharing your first Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Cancel cable for CenturyLink Prism TV and get tons of HD channels, whole home DVR, and a wireless set-top box. Move your TV anywhere there's power, even outside. It's so much entertainment, you might feel like a Hollywood insider. Oh, excuse me. I hate to be that guy, but I ordered water with a spritz of lemon. This tastes like a squeeze. Just don't go to Hollywood. Switch at cprismtv.com or call 855-757-MY-TV. Service may not be available in your area. Residential customers only. Restrictions, limitations, and monthly fees will apply. Contact CenturyLink for details. Adina Realty engages you in the home buying and selling process by offering mobile apps and a winning website, adinarealty.com. Our team of knowledgeable agents provide insights you can use to make your best decisions. Adina Realty, proud supporter of the Twins. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Final segment here. It's the Paul Molitor Show. Paul and the Twins taking on the Chicago White Sox as they try to wrap up what's been a very nice month of July for your club, even with that all-star break. going to be a winning month and a chance to win a series in the division. Looks like Carlos Rodon going to come off the DL and and start today. Left-hander for the White Sox. Talented young man. He is talented. uh, Coming off his last rehab start where I think he threw about 60 pitches, so I think he'll be a little bit limited on how far he can go. But we've seen him last year uh, when he was called up and this year. You know, he's a power left-hander who uh, he can pound the zone. He's got upper end velocity, and he's got a nice slider. Those lefties have trouble picking up. So righties have a better chance. I'm still formulating the lineup according to uh, a few reports that I'm waiting to hear when I get back into uh, into the office. But, uh, yeah, you know, like you said, July, it hasn't been fantastic by any means, but it's been better. We found a way to win more games. I think the guys are having fun. They're still competing. The energy is still good. So those are the things you look for when your season is lost in a lot of people's minds. Uh, I always just remind these guys, you're, you're in the major leagues. You're, you're playing. There's always something to play for. So we want guys to go out there and give it everything they have, regardless of where we might be in the standings. Yeah, and one thing we're seeing is even when you've been down early in a couple of ball games, you're grinding away those at-bats all the way and have shown an ability to come back in baseball games. Well, we have better lately. I think early in the year we had that mindset of, you know, here we go again when uh, we went through the losing streak to start and we just couldn't put together any type of run to get back into it. But, you know, you come back a little bit, you know, whether it's late in the game or in the middle stages when you find a way to chip away and give yourself a chance late. Those are some of the characteristics you look for. One of the funny things to me, course of the last month, really, really good against good teams and struggling against teams that have subpar records. I can't explain that. I, uh, uh, I always have believed that with the format of 19 games against divisional opponents, that those are big series so throughout the course of the year where you, what you do in your division will – Largely influence where you finish, but uh, we have played some of the good teams well. Texas comes to mind, and uh, we had a good series in Detroit and Boston. Uh, and Atlanta comes in here, and we we can't find a way to win one of those two games. So, 
Um, you know, every day is a new opponent. You, you never take anybody likely, and you just keep trying to find a way to win. All right, well, hopefully you find that way today behind Irvin Santana. Paul, appreciate it. Great in, uh, insights as always. Okay, good to be with you. Have a good Sunday, everybody. That's Paul Molitor. This is the Paul Molitor Show. Corey Provost, Rob Anthony coming up around noon. Then we've got your pregame lineup card at 11.30. Paul and the Twins tangling with the White Sox uh, at about 1 o'clock today. Right here on your home for Twins Baseball. You have been listening to The Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.